Is that better for you? All right. Feels, even though there are less people, it feels more crowded. <laughs> like we're sitting very close yeah. to each other. This yeah. is somewhat foreign. Yeah. Take it away, big guy. Well, let me look something up on my email now because I need this information for later. I need to talk about cheese later. Surprise cheese. <laughs> Surprise cheese. What it's a like, teaser. It's like an unexpected. <laughs> it's not the best kind of cheese, but. <laughs> Surprise. It's cheese. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Kentucky Commons Radio Hour. Uh, I am Michael Muller, joined this uh, December evening by one David Satterley. Hello. And uh, one uh, John Ronane. Hello. Uh, and it's uh, it's us. It's we, us. We, we, haven't, we haven't done this in a while, just the three of us. Um, we're in Louisville at Brewgrass Homebrew Supply. Uh, we are around the table, closer together than ever before. Um, also, I was thinking about this, guys, is that we've almost been doing this in this format for the last uh, 11 months. So it's been a fun year. Oh, it's probably yeah. maybe the last uh, one we we do for the year. Uh, so good work. Wow. You know? I can't believe it's been a freaking year. It's been a year. Of you all. I have regrets. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> I mean, we started the year <laughs> off uh, not drinking at all. Yeah, I, we're gonna, I'm doing dry January again. I think we'll oh, see how we'll see how that, it goes. That was a you all thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I did it successfully for like two weeks, like everybody else that yeah. does dry January. <laughs> so uh, we we have a lot of uh, fun things to get through tonight. Uh, a lot of visuals, and one way you could see those visuals as they're happening and as you're listening to us talk about them uh, is uh, on our Patreon. Um, you can see David right now drinking a beer and his reaction to the beer. And it, it, he he didn't say it out loud, but wow. you could tell by his face it was a crispy boy. Oh, wow. It, it, and that's on brand. And that's on brand for him. Uh, and yeah, so check check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash KY Commons. Uh, and uh, it's like three bucks a month for that kind of content. And if you can't do that yet for whatever reason, uh, we understand uh, you can put it into your budget for 2023, uh, but you can give us a five star rating on on your podcast platform of choice. Right. It's not that hard to do. People leave reviews all the time, usually bad reviews, but you should leave a good review. Uh, that'd be the the preferential thing to do, especially it's the holidays. Come on. Give a little. Give and a little. And if you're wondering you. which crispy boy, it was the Atrium Meatball Pilsner, which is pretty good this round as well pretty consistently good these days it's, whenever they crank yeah, it out yeah it's it's good uh, it's uh you you buy like a case of it every time right like literally i buy it by the case so yeah <laughs> when it runs yeah, out i'll buy get another case. one uh but so far I'm, I'm still in the first one because you know the holiday seasons and um you know just kind of take it easy for a little bit yeah i well, like a good crispy boy as well well this is an episode full of surprises uh usually actually supplied uh supplied by me uh so for the first surprise uh the uh i guess we'll call it the top of the show beer yeah we're just gonna steal that content from somebody else uh david why don't you open this mystery bottle that i provided yeah it's been sitting in the the uh Louisville Ale Trail beer fridge for a few weeks and everybody wonders what it is. There's, so. no, there's no label. Uh, it was previously encased in some gold foil. Mm -hmm. uh, I brought it in a few weeks ago with the intention of sharing on a on a podcast before. 
Uh, I am certain that David has had this beer before. I don't know about John. It smells dark. Saturday sniff. The, yeah, do the Saturday sniff. You can you, so you're sniffing the bottle instead of just like putting your snot over it. You could just pour it into the glass and see if it's dark. It, sniff is an inhale and exhale, so there's no snot to be mm. reciprocated. Well, it is nice and dark. Yeah, I knew it would be dark. It looks pretty damn thick. Mm-hmm. Little, uh, little carby boy. I've I think I've had this beer in my possession for the last two years or so now. This shit black as midnight. It is dark and uh, not crispy. Very kind of jammy. Very kind of like a figgy tootsie roll kind of aromas to it. I'll be honest, it smells like crystal malt. A little bit of crystal in there for sure. A little bit of coffee coming off of there too. That's good. It's very good. I have no idea what it might be. It's some kind of big tastes like uh, stout, American Imperial Stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny that you say American because it, it is, is Russian. Okay. Uh, welcome to the machine, everybody. The machine from 1020, 10.5% Russian Imperial Stout. Is you know, that a Pink Floyd reference? Or? No, I think it's a, a comedian reference. It's the, the the machine. I don't I don't know how that bit goes, but I'm pretty sure it's... That's Tom Segura, right? It's uh, the other one. Yeah, I know. It's not, it's <laughs> not Segura. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Burt Kreischer bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, um, I did learn recently that it's now highly suspect. So why is it called a Russian Imperial Stout? You know, I'd always tell you a story about, well, they would make it special for export to send over to the people in Russia. The, you know, the IPA was one that they sent to India. The Russian Imperial Stout was like a big export stout. Apparently, that's all just fake. And somebody made it up as like a marketing gimmick in like the like late 1800s or something. Are you saying so, marketing works? Yeah, well, we're, yeah, because I've definitely told that story to people in like classes. It's like, yeah, and then, then the Russian Imperial Stout, which was just like it was made for Catherine the Great or whatever. Uh, I, I'll need to I'll do some more digging to find sources, but I did read pretty credible <laughs> Catherine, report. Catherine the Great just slamming yeah. like solo yeah. doming a bunch of a big pastry girl and, and the old Rasputin. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That's that's how they leaned in. So oh. there is there is a theory out there that 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 is uh, mostly marketing, which is well, you know, it's not marketing is the Kentucky Common, which it actually was was brewed in Kentucky. Mm hmm. By Kentuckians for Kentuckians, uh, unlike uh, this Russian Imperial Stout. But hey, yeah, it's been a while since we've had a ten twenty beer on, if if ever. So oh, that's who this is, this is from. from them. Yes, yeah, but nice. Yep, yep. I yep. think that did I not say that that was omitted. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is ten twenty. This is I've had this bottle in my possession for for about two years now, uh, supplied by their PR agency and Lauren Burdett. Uh, and uh, how did it get here? I I got it. Oh, okay. Because it wouldn't go through the mail or no, no, okay. it's uh, it's close enough gotcha, to, gotcha. to be just delivered by hand. Well, good, good. I'm gonna let it warm up. It, it's it's good. Let it warm but up. I think a little bit warmer. It might be. See, I like Imperial Stouts cold like that. I like it. I just think there's more to it. Like even in like the last like minute, I'm getting like a little more like toffee. Mm-hmm. Like it might be an enjoyable at room temp. Which let is it breathe. Kind of how? Yeah, probably will be. Kind of how I reach. You know. Well, speaking of 1020, you want to wish a um, fond farewell to their former brewer who's now taking a new opportunity. Did you ever hear what Larry's going on? Larry, the brewer from 1020, uh, did great things getting him off the ground and is now moving on. Uh, I don't don't know if I heard where he's going. Uh, I I have not been given specifics. Uh, It is my understanding that he is going to a a spot in Delaware uh, where he's going to do some work for a restaurant group brewery um so like similar to like the rock bottom 
kind of model, yeah, but sure. it's not rock bottom. It's it's something that's more New England and East yeah. Coast. You, well, always, you always want to advance your career to rock bottom yeah. when possible. <laughs> well, cheers to Larry. Uh, thanks for getting 1020 up and running around here and uh, all the best as you go forward. You guys have any favorite uh, Larry memories? I, I have a lot of favorite Larry memories. And, and like the, the one that really comes to mind is when uh, when he first kind of got to Louisville when we first met him. He was yeah. very open mm-hmm. about helping us uh-huh. and, and he was just like hey if you all need anything at all just let me know and i was like larry thanks man yeah and just was because he had been around too and was like this will need something like this you know yeah. like he was glad to see that kind of a program getting off the ground and he showed us around the facility and like all that stuff that was a yeah. really fun that was a fun day yeah absolutely i mean he's he's been around the block you know he's been pretty high up in the brewers association mm-hmm. and, the, yep. and the local guild here in kentucky and you know he's he's been around yeah, well, this one's for you, Larry. Cheers, this man. This one is for you. Cheers. Speaking yes. of uh, yes. people who have been around. Yes. <laughs> Me? My wife's been around for a little bit. They're, <laughs> uh, they're celebrating their sixth anniversary this month. David, what do you know about the anniversary? I know that it felt like Mawide opened just a few short years ago with John King in a tent outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, just not really picketing uh, like you would a normal release, but um, just just trying to be the first guy on the scene um, and doing it for, uh, videos for Facebook Live or wherever yes, he posts yes, stuff. Yes, yeah. Uh, but uh, all jokes aside, uh, Mawide is celebrating their six year anniversary, which again seems somehow somehow yes yeah, seems wild. Um, but they they've kind of done this theming the last couple of years where they normally do like a six anniversary or I'm sorry an anniversary IPA an anniversary sour and then uh, normally there's a stout release to come along with that so um, we have all three of those coming out this Saturday um, and we got to try a couple of them already and they're great uh, nice uh, crowd favorite Uncle Disheveled is coming back uh, they put that in a castle and key barrel and then double the coffee on it so how uh uncle disheveled is like a coffee style that they make it's like a easy sessionable beer like five percent um but highlands coffee no longer exists thanks pandemic yeah or other factors not sure um but they have agreed to roast and then make this coffee specifically for this beer cool in perpetuity so lucky for all us nerds so i don't know where highland coffee is apparently because i don't know where they're doing that Who's gone? Yeah, I guess they have a sub roasting contractor or something like that. But that's cool. That's exciting. No, it's still it's still through them. Yeah, but where do they do it? Uh, there's there's still roasting, I guess, like in Florida or something. I don't, okay, okay. I don't know, but gotcha. it's it's still the same. It's still the same dude. It's Uncle Disheveled. Okay, I think. Well, now yeah. now I'm a no, it is. Yeah, that's that's really cool, and that's always such a good beer. And uh, yeah, it's fun that they're doing different like variations of that too. Yeah, so they had that in a, a barrel. Uh, they doubled the coffee. It's a rye barrel, and it is, you know, 10%. That's going to be a pretty hefty beer. Uh, we went over there to watch the World Cup game. Nice. Rip, USA. But, Rip. Uh, <laughs> aside from that, they're going to do their... It was fun while it lasted with the World Cup, by the way. It was fun while it lasted. It was. Yeah. It, we, we we encourage basketball and football players. Yeah. So yeah. not really not really a fan of the foot. Um, but... In, in true Malwad fashion, they're going to do an anniversary IPA, which they always do. Um, and this one's going to have uh, some of that thialized mm. yeast going in. That's so hot right now. Yeah. So hot. Um, Speaking of marketing. 
So these are like a lot of words that I don't actually know. Um, but I'm going to tell you guys in case someone might know. Okay. It's going to be a Northeast IPA with Heliogazer, thiolized yeast, Citra Incognito. Oh, that's that uh, like newer hop oil stuff that they're making, I think, isn't it? I don't know. I think okay. it's like when you click on Google Chrome, <laughs> but you go to Incognito. So yeah. it's like a, just a sneaky hop. When you, you don't want your dog to see what you're Googling to get them for their birthday. When you don't want your fermenter yeah. to understand the hop. Right. right. Uh, regular Citra. A brew dash one. Mm-hmm. Seems experimental. And Talus. Okay. Yeah. All good Talus. hops. All good hops. Yeah. And they've always kind of experimented and moved forward the hop game in Louisville. So this only makes sense. I, I got a little sample of that the other day. It is quite good. Uh, I don't even necessarily like that style very much. Um, big, you know, New England IPA, but it was really good. Well, man, like uh, freaking Mywad has packed a lot into six years. Like, yeah, you were talking about when they first opened and then, you know, just grew there, cranking out really good. new. Yeah, you, they kind of did bring the New England IPA style into Louisville more than anybody else did, I would say. Like they were kind of popping off around the same time. Bearded Iris was getting hot, and like uh, you were starting oh, to see. Oh no, they were before. Yeah, they yeah. they were champions. Yeah, they were champions for sure. Still and then, are. Like, I uh, mean, they do good things. I think their their experimentation has made New England style a little bit of a broader category. Uh, yeah, if I anything, agree. I agree. Uh, which explains why I don't like a lot of them. Yeah, but, that's fair. <laughs> but that's fair. But I, I go for consistency, and I always experiment and try something. Um, on, on that note too, I mean, they've always had like their kettle sour program Mm -hmm. that's moving through and they always do a kettle sour release for their anniversary too. Um, so this year is going to be raspberry, blackberry, blueberry, vanilla, lactose, and marshmallows. Wow. Whoa. That's a lot. lot. Pastry sour alley. Is that what it's called? No, it's just called, uh, I'm sure there's a kitschy name for it but that's what my large intestines are going to be called after uh the sixth anniversary party at yeah. mile wide what, what's your all's favorite mile wide memory I, I remember when they first opened so it's weird to me to think that our store has been open longer than they've been open but i remember the, the i think it was scott and matt you know scott and kyle i can't remember if matt was there but they came in here um like the day they like signed their lease on their building or whatever and they like threw a t-shirt at me and i'd, I'd met Scott in passing a couple times, I think, but that was the first time I kind of just got to know them and see hear what they were up to and stuff like that. And then they were always down to f- f- shoot fun videos. We did like the uh, the uh, Sven uh, Ricky the <laughs> the Boy Meets Work video, Centauri. yeah, around oh, yeah. that. So that was super fun. Um, and just hanging out with those guys, honestly. Matt Landon is a treasure, God, man among men, and a Kurt Vonnegut fan. So yeah, I don't I don't have a singular memory other than like silent disco because those get <laughs> pretty fun it's all the times you don't remember at mile wide they're no, the best no uh, <laughs> just kidding but i will say like if you get if you get matt landon post like 6 p.m like not work time and just have a couple beers there are stories that are just like <laughs> the best and you can share and it's it's open it's fun i don't know that guy's done a lot seen a lot and yeah. uh if you ever get the chance to, it's always good to like meet the owners, know what they're into or whatever. But when sometimes you like dig back a little bit and you're just like, this is fun. And just to be clear, there's another Matt Landon that I think people that's Matt might, Langdon or something, isn't it? It's spelled no, slightly it's, differently. No, it's the it, same, but oh, okay. it's a different. If you know that name and like it sh- like sends shivers down your spine, polar opposite. Don't worry, it's not him. We're In talking fact, about somebody it's his else. Complete opposite. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, they, they've done a lot of fun events down there too. Like they started the Hops on the Hill, which is always a really fun thing. Yeah, um, that's a blast. The uh, the uh, what's the other one that's down there? That's the, that's the big one. Well, I mean, but they also host uh, different organizations mm-hmm. in their in their huge parking lot there. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a unique place because they are kind of right there in the Highlands slash Phoenix uh, Hill area, but they they're fu- the funny part is they're not road visible. Mm-hmm. No, so, the so there's a giant like parking lot, and you're like, "What's that for?" And it's like, "Oh no, there's this giant brewery behind here." That uh, parking lot is pretty nice. It's nice. The year that they had Sherby lot. there and had like the world's biggest disco ball in the parking lot on a crane. I mean, that was, <laughs> that was so badass. Like, it was yeah. so much fun. Uh, I always appreciated that they like to have um, like morning events. Like they would open up early sometimes for like soccer matches. It was usually for soccer matches. I feel like, but they would open up at like. 9 10 a.m. and people would go in there and drink early and like you think people like drinking some, beer early i think people like drinking beer early in the day and uh they'd also have like breakfast pizzas occasionally which oh, i yeah. always Shut really like too um yeah, yeah. max and mile wide and uh you know pizza and beer it's nothing nothing's better than that right yeah i agree um yeah so that was always really fun otherwise it's just such an easy spot to go to all the bartenders are uh i mean i'm gonna say friendly but like in a uh, yeah, they're friendly. <laughs> friendly. Yeah, I mean they're friendly, <laughs> and I remember, I remember we just know them up. too well, so yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. They just don't like us anymore. <laughs> just kidding. They, I think. And, oh, and pinball. If you like pinball, mm-hmm. I don't know. This this episode is not sponsored by a mile wide. No, We're just they're being turned six. It's but cool. it but it could be. But it could be. And this is what you get as a freebie. Yeah. Um, y'all hear that? What? Are they easy? No, I hear, I hear uh, sleigh bells. I was gonna say like <laughs> reindeer. What? What in the world? Feet on the roof. Santa. What is? I feel like we're about to get a surprise. I hope. I, I, I think feel I like see Santa outside. Santa. I smell a very strange odor coming from him. Why it's, are you leaving? It's kind of like a dairy farm. Kind of like a some uh rennet rennet fumes coming from over here well while michael's gone we need to discuss the uh the finals of the tolkien uh series on hbo oh yeah uh so the rings of power yeah well i thought the final couple okay so (laughs) what sleigh bells sleigh bells uh i uh sorry santa santa couldn't come in Muller's got a whole bunch of weird so shit. So I actually just saw him outside and he was like, hey, can you give this to David and John? Did he get that letter from me with and, that thing uh, I wanted? Yeah. So uh, this is uh, from Santa to the, to the podcast. Thank you, Santa. Uh, John, if you want to open that. Okay. It's a little, you know, big box with uh, some snowflakes on it. I hope it's a flashlight. <laughs> it could be. You are on the naughty list. <laughs> you are now. Uh, oh, Santa got us some Miller Lite ornaments. Uh, oh, I thought these were like goblets <laughs> to like drink. Well, oh, they, they, they are now. They are kind of. Yeah. They are. Uh, it looks kind of like a flashlight. They, oh, my God. <laughs> these Miller, if you try hard enough, anything can be a flashlight. These these Miller Lite ornaments oh, doubled as a, uh, as a beer koozie. So oh, you just set your, gotcha, you gotcha. Set your can inside. Oh, this is definitely a flashlight. Is there no end to the amount of like pointless shit Miller Lite puts out <laughs> into the universe? Lite puts out so much random shit that we don't need. Yeah, but yeah, and then 
once you're done, you can you can draw a little put a little string on the on the empty can and then mm-hmm. hang it from your tree. So and then you can get fruit flies in your house. <laughs> Is Santa sponsored by fucking like Miller Coors? What's going on, Santa? What goes with so this is on the back of the ornaments. Um, what goes with hanging ornaments and hanging with friends? Beer. So we filled this decorative holiday sphere with our fine quality pilsner. <laughs> it's not working for David. <laughs> At only 96 calories per 12 ounce beer ornament. There's no reason not to crack one and hang. It does not work for 16, 16 ounce cans. Yeah, Atrium, you're too thick for this. <laughs> too thick. All right. Well, this is pointless, <laughs> but here yeah. we are. Uh, so pointless. These are like all the gifts I asked for in my childhood, and then they got me something that I didn't ask for. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be oh, honest. A puzzle. As, as far as like a beer-related gift, this isn't the worst one you've ever gotten. No, it's it's fun. It's creative, and I'll, I'll give them their uh, their applause for thinking outside of the bulb, the globe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you it's know cool. they're fun. You, it's you almost know, just some extra, you know, some some extra ornaments for for all yeah. of us. Some extra stuff to go into the landfill. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Eventually. With, with the other you know fake plastic trees. Hey, these are probably recyclable. Let's be honest. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm excited for the middle. So anyway, if you're not if you're not seeing these, uh, maybe we'll clip this segment out, or you can go over to Patreon to see the video because these are these are pretty hilarious. Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Beer Santa. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Flashlight. Thank you, Beer Santa. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but when I think of Miller Lite, I think of Wisconsin. Uh, and when I think of Wisconsin, I also think of cheese. Yeah. And too. then when I think of cheese, uh, I also think of um, cheese from Vermont, uh, because that is the other thing that I have planned for this special Christmas surprise. Uh, I've got some special uh, cheese programming from uh, Vermont's own Kabat Dairy Farm. Vermont can send us flashlights. <laughs> Stop saying flashlight. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Ruining Christmas. They they did not send that. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have some special things. David, why don't you read? Or just kind of show off what's in the I box I can't here. read. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. All right. So, we have some Kabat. Gourmet, very seriously sharp white cheddar cheese. Okay, all right. So I seriously appreciate this. Okay, the way they have this labeled right now is it's cracker cut slices. Oh hell yeah! And cracker. if you have ever been in a situation where you're just like, I just want a little little cheese and crackers. Yeah, you got to cut it. Oh, it's a pain. And you got to know like yeah. the thickness and the right cracker to cheese ratio. And all the things that make a good cracker and cheese, and they've got it already done. So we have some white cheddar cheese. And, and, I, and I will go ahead pre-cut. and say that they've done a great uh, service and told us what kind of beer pairs well with that kind of cheese. Ooh, hell yeah. So that one specifically, and we'll go over this as we taste it, but that one that you just mentioned goes well with a good little, you know, Belgian style beer. Mm, a little sharp cheddar, a little Belge Belge. Yeah. And then you have an extra sharp. Oh, extra. oh, so that's seriously sharp. That's extra sharp. And then the real actual way you eat cheese, pepper jack. Yeah, pepper jack's pretty good. Yeah. And the pepper, Put that on everything. The pepper jack goes with uh, some smoked beers, they say. Oh, we might have some smoked beer around here somewhere. Damn, they give us crackers, too. They thought of everything. Yeah, it's a horseradish mustard infused cheddar cracker. Oh, hell yeah. 
Well, speaking of so mustard, I don't actually want to do this. I just want to take it all home and just have <laughs> for myself because this is great. Well, speaking of mustard, check out the mustard on there. Well, I'm getting there. I feel like this is how you do undo your stockings. Oh my god, heady topper mustard. Hey, speaking of There's original whole New England IPAs, in this that looks pretty fucking good. I gotta say, only five calories, guys. Yeah, that's the that's the lightest calorie double IPA you'll ever have. Yeah, I'm going on the mustard diet. Distilled white vinegar, heady topper IPA, organic yellow mustard seed and powder. The powder is important, too, because the seed has that bitterness in it. Yeah. And then organic brown mustard seed and salt. Let's go. Hell yeah. Thank you, Vermont. You're really providing tonight. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And then we have pickles, which are gross. So uh, pardon me. <laughs> Those are that's hate speech, dude. That those uh, pickles are handmade artisan pickles created in collaboration with Sip of Sunshine, brewed by Lawson's Finest Liquids in Waitsfield, Vermont. The Tipsy Pickle, Sip of Sunshine pickles, yeah, these look great. And there's some garlic cloves in there. There's a bunch of like uh, what, maybe some peppers or something down there. These look legit. I, I'm excited to try these. So yeah, they they didn't send us the beer to go along with these, but thankfully, I think between the three of us, we actually had some things that were we were able to scrape to together. Uh, no, we don't know how to drink beer. No, uh, with the uh, seriously sharp cheddar, uh, the first and the one that we mentioned, um, I think that might be good with Monix Noel. Okay. Maybe. I think so. That's, I don't know. So they recommended something Belgian. Yeah. And Monix Noel is their Christmas beer. But, you know, a lot of the times you get Christmas beers and they're kind of like uh, Yule seasoning spices or whatever. Noel is fun because it's a little different. And they, what is it, a triple for a base? It's a Belgian triple. Yeah, Belgian triple. And I think they put like lavender and ginger into it, if I recall. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. And so with this beer specifically, like the fresher it is, the absolute better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the fresh lavender what? ginger going in there, the ginger gives it that little bit of a snap, and the lavender gives it the like sweetness, but also floral aspect. Unlike that cheese, which is aged for 14 months. Ooh, some old cheese. Oh, yeah, the pickles are great. Are you just uh, eating oh, pickles? We're, we're, are we going to the pickles? Oh, I'll go ahead and get some pickles, too. That's gross. I'll, I'll, I'm a pickle guy, dude. Mm-hmm. Those are great. Yeah. Those are actually really good. Yeah, those are great. David, you want some? No, I'm good. Do you want to drink the pickle juice? Yeah, it's good well, for not, you. I'm not a psychopath. It prevents scurvy. It helps you get your vitamins in this time of, like, where it gets dark all the time. And it just gets darker. And every day you wake up, and that's, it's dark. That's vitamin D, not vitamin C. I'm on vitamin P, dude. Fucking pickles. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like vitamin I'm, I just I'm pushing P. Pushing the P. That's pushing, right. Pushing P over here. Pushing pickles. All mm-hmm. right. So how should we do this? Should we taste the cheese and then drink the beer and then taste the cheese again? I think that's the way people do tastings. Okay. So this is the seriously sharp cheddar. Yep. Are you going to go cheese only or are you going to go cheese and cracker? I'm a, I'm a cheese guy, so... You're cheese, yeah. By the way, those uh, those crackers are Castleton crackers, uh, Ale House cheddar crackers, uh, tasty rustic crackers that incorporate cheddar from Vermont's own Farmstead Cheese Company. No, this needs nothing. Good cheese. Yeah. Oh, Fucking good cheese. That, that cheese is... Bang it. That cheese is really good. I bang put nothing, nothing else in this. All right, let me try some with the... Uh, Noel here. A little, little Noel. A little taste of Noel. Still. I'll take a whole pour of Noel. That shit is good. There you are, sir. I, uh, it is very good beer. Honestly. I know, you know, this has the, the ginger and the lavender in it, but I think it complements the cheese really well. All right, let's see. 
So the Noel, we'll do quick tasting notes on it as well. But yeah, you get that Belginess off of it. But the lavender really comes through nicely and very subtle ginger notes. If you guys haven't had this beer, definitely go grab it. You can find it in the wild a lot too. They sell that. This one goes out to market sometimes. So it, no, it's out. It's it's pretty much gone. Like mm. if you can find it now, it's seasonal and it just flies. Yeah, this beer is fantastic. All right. I so think now, for me, like the the higher ABV Belgians, like you you get that yeast character, but it's not as pronounced. Mm-hmm. And then you start getting that like caramel sugar like candy syrup deal and that's that's the driving factor for all of that that cheese is fantastic they do go well together yeah um kind of curious about this heady topper mustard though i don't know <laughs> I open yeah. it up. i'm not a pickle guy but i am a little bit of a mustard i'm a mustard guy connoisseur too. yeah when they when they asked if we would uh take this product in i didn't misunderstand the email and I thought that they were also including like Hetty Topper beer. I got really excited. I was like, yeah, <laughs> sign me up. I want I want all this. I mean, obviously a little disappointed because when I think I'm going to get Hetty Topper and I don't is what it is. However, this cheese is really good. The mustard's fucking banging, dude. Okay. The mustard is amazing. Yeah. The cracker is also the cracker's amazing. Amazing. Thank wow. you, Cabot. Cabot. Yeah. Castleton, whatever you're doing with these crackers, I want them. That's right. I mean, yeah, the crackers dude. just by themselves are really good. But oh, yeah, I want this. Is this podcast just an excuse for us to like snack at this point? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's honestly. actually ASMR. Like the more, <laughs> no, we that's eat, kind of what more, I was thinking about. The more fine with that, the think, munching into the mic. Who cares about beer? I just want to make a cheese podcast now. Cheese, Mild Kentucky cheese hour. Hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably the an- my answer Kentucky for this. Cheese. Yeah, give me well, the. I, need, I want the mustard. All right, this is good. So, mean bread I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of like a lesson for the listeners here, but um, the lesson for the listeners is go to Vermont. Yeah, yeah, uh, they have good dairy. If you want to do the experiment we're doing too, I'm sure you can find this uh, sheet that you have here on Cabot's website, or just by going onto their social yeah. media and stuff like and that and, too. You know, it might not be Cabot's cheese specifically, but you know, you could probably do this it at home be. with some yeah. other. Should be Cabot's. It cheese. should be. It should be. Uh, what a uh, what other kind of cheese do we got here? Oh, you're oh you're dipping the cheese and the cracker in the mustard. Oh yeah, these are three good ingredients going into. Do you something. want do you want some pickles too? Uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. Well, I will get a pickle into you before this evening is over. <sighs> Gross. Sure. Uh, up next, why don't we do uh, the uh, uh, the seriously sh- <laughs> extra sharp? Yeah. Okay, now we get the extra the sharp. extra sharp. Um, That's life changing. I don't. Okay, so admittedly, for this one, they didn't provide a uh, a beer necessarily that goes with it, but we do have a we're, we're creative, but we do have a pale ale. Okay, and pale ales go well with things. So, uh, we we have a steep hills in Las Vegas from Atrium. Hell yeah, uh, um, you know, just something a little palate cleanser to go along with the cheese too. I feel like they're gonna, I don't know. Um, this right. is a third place world championship winner. In the, the cheese in the world cheese contest. Oh, the world cheese. Okay, we need to get tickets to the world cheese contest. We need a Fuck cheese beer sponsor. Festival. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even care about beer anymore. All right, so tasting notes on the cheese. Excellent. I love I love white cheddar. Honestly. Oh fuck yeah! I'm yeah, taking, taking a couple of those. It's still extremely sharp, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a little drier, a little creamier. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's got consistency. Yeah. So what's supposed to be more sharp, extra sharp or seriously sharp? I'm assuming seriously. Okay. Yeah. Because you can be seriously extra. Well, and there's a there's an age statement yeah, on yeah. the seriously, whereas the extra 
Wait, no, I got that wrong. All right, so we're going to pair this with some pale ale and see what magic happens. Good old Steep Hill in Vegas from our friends up at Atrium. And I can't remember the details on this one. I'm trying to think if they told us what hops or anything they put in here. No, it, it's, it's kind citra. of is yeah. mostly citra forward, but they have been refining this okay. over the last two years they've been open. So uh, this batch specifically has kind of been a, a pinnacle for what is trying to be. They say an East meets West Coast Pale Ale made with 100% citra hops in this batch. So let's it's, see. It's got great bitterness. Did they change the label on that can? Looks to me like maybe they did. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent beer. Hoppy, not too hoppy, not too bitter. Yeah. East, East Coast meets West Coast or whatever. Yeah. I think for pale ales, you don't have to really like go too far out you of like a zone. Of, yeah. You know, it just needs to be crushable, light, like. It has to pair well with extra sharp cheddar cheese. I was going to say, yes. we tried the. Uh, Actually, I'm never drinking a. Pale ale that doesn't pair well with cheese yeah. ever again. I'm yeah, gonna bring I actually my think own this, cheese. This pale ale is gonna go good with this mustard too. Honestly, oh, this yeah. to me th- might be a. I think everything's gonna go good with that mustard. <laughs> that mustard oh. is incredible. I will just drink that mustard by itself. It's an excellent combo. It's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, honestly, getting a little bit of cheese and beer in the mouth at the same time. Mm. Like, mm. so should we contact Atrium and see if they'll make a cheese, a cheddar cheese beer? Uh, they, they put everything else in that fucking mash tun. <laughs> so let's, throw some, <laughs> let's throw some cheese in there, Spencer. Let's go. Thank you. Yep. Let me get some get some mustard. I, yeah, those those go really really nicely together. The, the mustard and the beer actually is like a, a hot ticket. That that's a move. So that's yeah, a move. If you like beer cheese and you could like mix it with mustard, yeah, I'm for that. Should Louisville Ultra launch a line of like Louisville beer foods? Yeah, dude. Okay, I'm gonna edit that out. But yeah, we should absolutely actually do that. Louisville beer mustard. Yeah. Yeah. The FDA be after us. No. Louisville beer pickles. No, we can just become our own like Rusty with the with the beef jerky guy. <laughs> yeah, just go around they in bars. We used to go around in bars <laughs> late at night and just I'm like. wearing overalls. Yeah. You're... <laughs> so for those that don't know, this dude, pre-COVID, we're just like, if you were at a bar, like a dive bar, let's say the Pearl or somewhere in Louisville, at any time after 11 p.m., there was a very good chance you'd see this old man walk in wearing overalls and like a straw hat. And it was almost like a force of nature. Like it'd be just at that point in the night where you're like, fuck, I've been drinking. I need a little something to eat. I need a little base. And then this guy would show up in overalls. Also, you can tell. And, and he would just like be holding a like a like a, a wicker basket, a wicker basket. Almost. It almost reminded me of like a like an Easter basket. Yeah. Like the Casito cookie lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Another little legend. And uh, he would just like have homemade beef jerky that he'd sell people that was fucking good it was amazing yeah. and and he and i'm pretty sure he was like omnipotent wait omnipresent uh-huh omnipresent omnipotent too and at least as far as jerky Probably. is concerned yeah but yeah he was omnipresent because like doesn't matter what bar you were he was there at, he was going to be there that night too and i i'm a little i've been around the block a little longer than you gentlemen and i even remember like he's been doing that he would did it for ever like the first time i went to knock bar i'm pretty sure he was there like, yeah, no. I've, I've paid more for jerky, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think I want what, to. What do you what do you mean? Uh, let's get back to cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we want to do our own little uh, little beer cheese and a little beer jerky. I mean, this is not this is kind of an experience. Yeah, let's go back to the crackers. Too. I think uh, this, this could be a, also we could start a religion based on this. So uh, next up is the uh, the pepper jack. Um, 
this uh, smooth toasted malt notes of darker full-bodied beers revel in Pepper Jack's creamy kick of spice and heat. I will say this won first place in the World Championship Cheese Contest. Wow. All right. Uh, we are going to get into we're going to slide into your DMs, Cabot. We want to come out and document beer and cheese at the next year's uh, World Beer Champ or World Cheese Championship. Oh, just, just smell it. All right, let's get some uh, let's get some pepper jack going. And for this one, they did suggest that you know like a porter or stout would go well, but they mm -hmm. also said a smoke beer. Oh yeah. So we brewed a, a, a Grodziski with a, a brewery called Fall City a few months ago. Who's that? And uh, I figured, hey, we still have some cans left over. Let's uh, try this smoked Grodziski beer and see how that goes with the pepper jack. That was probably. If that that's my favorite collaboration beer we've done, just because it was so like uh it was kind of a risk for them to agree to do like a old school not that Cam or Drew, you know, or would have been ever said, you know, let's not do something crazy. They the the spirit of Fall City in those days was one of community, was one of unique expression. Expression. There you go. Thank you very much. Uh but this was this beer came out so fucking good. Cam nailed it. And they so let us get it? creative with the design. It's a Grzycki beer, which is a smoked Polish wheat beer. Um, it's 100% wheat malt. And when they're drying the wheat out to kind of, you know, uh, malt it and kiln it and whatnot, they actually use wood smoke to do that. So kind of like you're smoking a brisket or smoking a turkey or whatever. Um, and it picks up that woody flavor. The oat, the, the malt rather, picks up that oaky flavor. Um, and then adds it into the beer without having to wood age or without having to, you know, add any kind of like smoke extracts. Or if you were at our from stave to glass barrel discussion during Louisville Beer Week, uh, shout out to Jerry. If you're just adding like cardboard <laughs> grounds to your beer, cardboard grounds. <laughs> sawdust, whatever the whatever the cool kids are doing these days, this all gets that from the uh, kilning process. And that beer came out so, so, so good. All right, so let me kill this one. I, I already had that pepper jack cheese, and it's fantastic. Uh -huh. Yeah, it, it, that smells better than any pepper jack I've ever had. Yeah, it's, that's incredible. And the peppers are, like, actually really good, too. A lot of times in pepper jack, you don't even really notice the peppers, but they, they're they a standout. All right, let's get a little Falzitsky. little Grodziski. This is also my favorite can we ever made. I just love looking yeah, at it. Yeah, so, like, the, the going back to that collab real fast, it, it is from, from start to finish probably one of our most successful collabs. Like, we've done... We've had some amazing beers, but maybe we weren't necessarily involved with the process. Yeah. Or oh, like, and this was a uh, fucking uh, ethereal, ethereal as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah ethereal yeah. is part of that collab too in Lexington. Um, but like we've, we're you know we're thankful for all the clubs that we've done. But like sometimes it's okay. Hey, we decided to go with this recipe. Why don't you make uh, some can art? Yeah. Or uh, hey, we blended these together. It's really good. Um, what name do you want it? Yeah. And then our designer will mock that up. Yeah. But like, this is something that we had kind of creative control over from start to finish. Yeah. And we had talked about our love of Grzycki's in the pod and like, you know, that all, all, it all came together. All right. So this is just goes so fucking well with this pepper jack cheese too. Uh, it's so a Grzycki is just a very light bodied beer. It's almost like reminiscent of a, like a Pilsner in terms of it's like just body and color and stuff. But then it's got that oaky smokiness that's just light and toasty and lightly tannic and a little teeny tiny bit sweet. Um, yeah, that's, and it's fucking banging with that cheese, dude. That's really nice. How would you rank these three cheeses that we had tonight? I'm feeling the pepper jack right now, but that's also because it's going really well with this beer, I think. But... 
Desert Island cheese. I think I would lean. Actually, I think I would lean into the seriously sharp. It's seriously sharp for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I would go. But um, only if I could have more beer with it. Yeah. 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 Especially with the Noel. That was that was an excellent pairing. Yeah, that that worked. I'm gonna revisit that while we're still doing the show. I don't know, dude. The um, pepper jack and the smoked beer are actually really fucking good. You get that little bit of heat on your tongue. I yeah, I would put Ooh. I would put the pe- the pepper jack second, and then the um, extra sharp third. And just that's not because to say somebody that, has to be third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. All right. So we're going to the fucking World Cheese Festival. I don't care who has to die. We are we're getting press passes and I, we are going there. I, w- I want to do the whole like roll the cheese wheel down the hill thing and like, <laughs> one of us has to chase it. And, like, That's br- a thing, right? You, yeah, you yeah, break yeah. a couple bones. It's fine. <laughs> that sounds just, like a very you, like... You fucking commit to that. Like you go you go down the hill. That's it. I think you'd like drink a stein of something loggery b- b- and then before, you... Before, after, chased, yeah, exactly. whatever. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a very like Northern European thing that I want to participate in. I'm Speaking of Northern European things that you yeah. participated in. Strange Christmas rituals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Courtney's friend had a birthday. You guys know that I never go out. Who's Courtney? My girlfriend. Your uh, wife? Life partner. Um, I don't go. I don't go anywhere. You guys have to twist my arm to get me to go to things and whatnot. So no, you still don't come. We, yeah, exactly. So we went out with her friend uh, for her friend's birthday and started at West 6 downtown. Lovely. Uh, great tap room. Thanks, everybody, for making good beer and being in a cool spot down in Nilu. And then the conversation, of course, turns to like, oh, where, where are we going to go next? And I'm like, we're going somewhere next. I thought we were coming out here like a beer and then I was going to go to freaking uh, Mile Wide to hang out for mm. Trail Tuesday. Go hermit. But no. I'm trying to think of the best way to introduce the chaos. But one, somebody says, do you guys want to go to the Christmas bar? And I said, uh, the Christmas bar? Uh, is this like, the, like Fet de Duel, or are you talking about like going to like a like a thing? No, there's a pop up bar downtown called Miracle that is behind Galaxy. If you guys are Louisvillians, and that little room that used to be, it still I guess is sometimes. Do you ever do you ever get into that hellscape? That's like that weird little dance club that's like back in that old building in Nulu. Galaxy. It's behind that. You go like go yeah. through that little like strange hallway back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> not if you're me and not if it got transformed into miracle. You walk in and you just literally get like f- you you actually used the word like Christmas threw up in here earlier to describe a place. Uh, this was like that turned up to 10,000. Sounds miraculous. It's it's like music and, and in the back. It's like club music. It's like and it's so loud you can't hear anything at 3 p.m. Simply having a wonderful christmas time it's like it's not even like clip remix clip that alexa yeah. <laughs> clip that. so it's club music christmas turned up all the way uh it's like fucking christmas movies playing all of the drinks of course are christmas themed the staff is forced to wear like it's it's like you're going to visit santa in the mall but it's a bunch of adults like not even necessarily young people is it slutty I mean, it was a little slutty. There was some, there was some <laughs> slutty action going on. And I'm not going to say that part of that wasn't me because I had had a couple beers at West Six already. And so then I was just like, oh, man. And so I was trying to get them to set me up to do a beer bong of like hard eggnog, but they wouldn't do it. Um, yeah. So anyway, have you guys been here? I have. Should <clears throat> Christmas. You've been to Miracle? I've been a few times. Okay. Oh, my God. Polar, no. <laughs> Tell me your uh, all's thoughts they, on this. It, I've probably gone once a year, every year since they've been doing it. And it's been probably five years or so. 
it's, you can go there in the in December in the days that start with two, not the second. All the other ones. If it's the twentieth, twenty first, twenty second, or twenty third, twenty fourth, you can go there. Otherwise, just I'm putting a kibosh I'm, I'm on looking, all of this. I'm looking at the the menu on their website right yeah, now. The do you know cocktails are gold? Do, do, do you think so? Well, you, let's, you can do your segment. Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying there's a Christmas cricket cocktail, mm-hmm. which is uh, tequila, vanilla liqueur, minty amaro, uh, cream mole bitters, whatever. Grandma got run over by a T Rex. Yep. Uh, what, like, which, what did you have? Did you have a beer? Or did you have like a Christmas themed cocktail? Oh, uh, I think I had a Miller High Life. You had a High Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not. This is easily predictable. <laughs> so uh, the other reason why, um, would you like me to move the mustard closer to you, sir? The, the other reason why we know this bar exists is um, one of our friends who we all know, who we don't need to say the name of, likes. Well, doesn't like to go to this bar, but when his wife forces him to go to this bar, uh. He always leaves with glassware. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. And I am completely against people stealing glassware because it's like glassware costs money. And like, more importantly, you're on the fucking naughty list if you steal glassware from a Christmas bar. Yeah. But his justification is that he's paying eighteen dollars for <laughs> shitty know, for shitty so cocktails. Expensive. He's paying eighteen dollars for shitty cocktails, yeah. and he knows that I'm going to be taking this glass with me. Yeah, I'm now paying for the glass, so yeah. I will take it. All right, so my, my segue here is advice for breweries. If if we owned a brewery, or, and if we, it's kind of, you know, it's a question in the homebrew shop, too, is like, did you guys ever work retail or work the, when they start playing Christmas music, mm-hmm. like the day after Halloween? Or sometimes, like, yeah, it's never before Halloween, but it pretty much starts, like, right after Halloween these days. Have you ever worked at KFC right after they debuted the famous bowl and then <laughs> no. move it into a three-piece dark meat special? Oh, no, I have not. It sounds like then a good you story, you don't know though. what you're talking about. Fair. But I just remember the hell of listening to Christmas music on repeat. What should brewery... How, how would you approach Christmas as a brewery? Do you decorate? When do you start playing Christmas music? If you do play Christmas music, what Christmas music do you play? Ignore it altogether. How much kitsch is too much kitsch? Miracle Bar is too much kitsch. It's too much. Well, it also only exists as a Christmas-themed bar pop-up. For like a month a year. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Halloween Express or whatever, like rolls into town. Yeah, it's Spirit Halloween, whatever, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Okay, so for music, if if I was in charge of this uh i would put it on like a lo-fi christmas playlist on spotify ah, that's not a bad move so it's christmas music y'all know the tunes but like it's kind of subdued it's not distracting from the experience but like you're kind of getting into the spirit it doesn't remind you of just like the mall playing like fucking bing crosby yeah. for the ten thousandth time yeah. yeah uh i would also release any kind of christmas beer in early november yeah that's, that's what i like about that's noel good timing it's like it's not a Christmas beer, but it's a beer that's fun that always comes out around Christmas. Okay, but we're talking about Christmas. There's a lot of like season, mm-hmm. seasonal. Mm-hmm. So, so you're in Nevada Pale or the uh, Celebration Ale is always a good example of that too. It's not Christmassy, but you associate it with Christmas because it's just what they do. Yeah, because it's seasonal. Yeah. Uh, you put up your decorations as soon as possible. I mean, just yeah. December first. Maybe even before Thanksgiving, because people are already like probably in town for the holidays. Fucking psychos. No, no. it's it's after Thanksgiving. It's got to be three days before Christmas. That's yeah. and then you leave them up for like three months. Yeah, so you, you leave them up for an incentive period of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Just also just to be clear. Are you all aware that 
the 12 days of Christmas starts after Christmas. Yes. To me, that's how Christmas should be, actually. Because it's really yeah. about celebrating the solstice, like Man, in you, the traditions like or you, whatever. It's like you grew up in a, in a Catholic church. Yeah, my, 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 my dad's family was Catholic or whatever. That sounds he, a lot like Hanukkah. Uh, hey, they're, they're doing a good job of it, too. Hanukkah is like a good, chill, family values holiday that's not like crazy, like Christmas. Like, if you grew up under Reagan and you celebrated Christmas, Christmas is just a fucking nightmare. It's Can a fiasco. If Walmart had Hanukkah specials, dude, and I'm not saying days. that they shouldn't. I'm just saying that would be cool. Hey, is anybody yeah. else getting cheese sweats right now? I'm a little cheese sweaty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been I'm, eating cheese this entire time. I've been pepper jacking, and it's starting to get to me a little bit. Um, oh, wait, we're building up our cheese tolerance for the cheese World Cheese Festival next year. So yeah, breweries should lean into this season as much as they can, while still also staying true to themselves. I agree. Like if if we talked about green, we talked about mile wide, Crosby, yeah. Like if mile wide went all out for like Christmas, like Miracle on Market did, it would be weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they would probably get some new customers, but a lot of the, a lot of the regulars probably wouldn't be hanging yeah. out there. Just like that friend of ours who we won't mention, and like <laughs> they want to just go sit somewhere and just drink a beer, and it happens to be December. You don't need to be cock slapped by Father Christmas. Every time you fucking like go outside and then on Christmas, you know, you start celebrating it a few days before and then you carry on the Christmas celebration like into the advent or into like the fucking new year and like the solstice and all that stuff. You celebrate the changing of seasons the right way. Stop doing Christmas before Christmas and then have Christmas and then kind of celebrate the the fun things that come, you know, as you move into the new year and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you anti-capitalist. Hey, it's look. I'm just suggesting a different uh, like way to way to do this thing. I think I think everybody's going to be less stressed out. Everybody's going to have to buy less things. And uh, actually, our society will fall apart. I take it all back. No, <laughs> no let's do yeah. it. Buy, how, get, get, get the how hot do we Furby. fund Christmas? Yeah, this is exactly. a real question. Exactly. Who funds Christmas? It's not about it's the Santa congressional day. budget or the Senate. It's who funds Christmas. Hasbro toys and like Nestle World owning of all chocolate and water company anyway that that was just trauma that i wanted to share with you guys because I'm, I'm glad oh you did. my god if you're in louisville uh oh more no yeah no, dude. is that, it? Is that the falzitsky no with pickle juice pickle in it juice this is regular uh, ass pickle i feel juice. like the fucking falzitsky with a dash of pickle juice would be a banger would be a banger yeah, let me try can you guys stop no you're on to something man no i mean all right i just drank a little bit of the pickle juice so yeah, pour the little bit more. Also, the here. right way to celebrate Christmas is doing things like this. Get some cheese, get some beer, hang out with. I won't use the word friends to describe you guys, but it may be people you've been doing a podcast. <laughs> we're, with in a for a while. We're, we're, we're in a gang. Yeah, it's together. a gang. It's Peaky Blinders. Um, oh, yeah, dude. That was great. No, it's not. David. David. You <laughs> have pickle to try pickle this. juice and a little smoky. Come on, you got to do oh, a little bit. Oh, that's so good. Just a, just a little bit. No. Just a little bit. No. You're going you're gonna to hate it, actually. Here, just a little bit. Oh, that was so good. Will you do it just a tiny, teeny bit? No. Will you smell it? People talk about pickleback shots, like in terms yeah. of whiskey, but no, honestly, I smell they, it. I'm all, no, I, I know Girl. what it is. Girl, I'm, you. I'm apparently like neurodivergent and not liking pickles. I can't stop eating right now. This is terrible. Well, all this stuff is really good. Thank you very much. Uh, was it Cabot that sent all this out? Cabot. Yeah, thank or you all. Cabot. Cabot. I think it's 
Cabot. I've always said Cabot, but I don't know if I'm right or not. I've never even seen the word before. So. Okay. Well, I've eaten their cheese. Have you? Yes, absolutely. They make fantastic cheese. Well, apparently they do because this is really good. We don't have any local cheese, but we do have local news. Well, no, but I will just say that the, the, the cheese pairing was pretty fun. I agree. But maybe someday soon in the future, we can actually get somebody that actually knows cheese to come on with us and uh, guide us through an actual tasting instead of us just kind of like haphazardly mixing in pet, like pickle juice and beer. I'm yeah. very excited for this hypothetical upcoming episode. Yeah, yeah. hypothetical. It yeah. needs to happen in, in real time. But um, yeah, so uh, as uh, David alluded to, we do want to talk a little bit about some local news going on. Uh, for example, uh, Gallant Fox in Clifton, they are celebrating the opening of their second location uh, in Mount Washington, which is nearby and like what, 45 minutes away. Yeah. In 45 minutes, 30 minutes away. Depends on traffic. Yeah, but where you if at? you're hitting no where traffic, you you're, you can be there in half an hour. I don't I don't know, David. Or less. I don't oh. I don't go so fast on the highway like How you How fast do you drive on the highway? I don't know, but it's it's Bullet County's first brewery. Yeah, which and, is crazy. And listen, like I'm not faulting breweries that do this kind of model, but like a lot of times breweries will open up a second location, it's a tap room and it's just like a bar. Mm-hmm. But no, they are actually going to be not just brewing there. They're going to be It'll kind of probably be their production it, facility. It, it will be their. It's going to be bigger yeah. system than they have right now. It's going to be a ten barrel brewery. Uh, they plan to open on December twentieth, uh, and they're going to start off with uh, some some beer and spirits at first. But then eventually, by mid January, they'll have a full uh, full kitchen and um, menu available. Which they've been testing out at the Clifton location, and so far, so great. I want to petition them because they've been I mean, they've been on the podcast talking about this, uh, you know, close to a year ago, whenever they were one of our first guests, I believe. But I want I want them to do a collab beer with us. And I know somebody's named a beer this before, but they it will be apropos. first collab beer. We yeah. Do with yeah. Them. And well, technically, I'll, we did a second one with them already, too. Yeah, that's true. Could could we do a long time common for Mount Washington? But we already did a. Well, I know, but I want to call it a long time common since everybody's like, when's the Dale Fox going to open? When's Gale Fox going to open? It's Pretty been sure a long time that common. name is taken by I another. I know. I just wanted to make the joke. Move on. Sorry. I think it was <laughs> I uh, I think Wild Hops made that Kentucky Common beer. Anyway. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to be super fun. The building looked great. You guys have tried the food. I hear good things about it. Um, and I think with being down closer to bourbon country, you know, the bourbon trail area or whatnot, there will probably be some fun kind of bourbon collab barrel stuff that they'll put out that... Sure, but aside yeah. from that, you're just getting out of the city center. Yeah. Uh, one thing that we always kind of advocate for is just like, hey, get out. It, Louisville's great. Louisville's huge. Metro back in 2005 became exponentially larger. Yeah. <clears throat> and you see these breweries come around. So it's a kind of an untapped market to just step outside of 264 or, or even just slightly beyond that. It's not like people don't live there. And you're halfway to Bardstown. So it's like you could do a little road trip down that way. Yeah. Hit a couple of breweries. People are thirsty there, too. And they like beer. Yep. Uh, it's It'll be good. I mean, I think they're going to seat un- like a, a little over 150, both inside and outside. That's big. Um, You know, it's it'll be exciting for them. I'm excited for them. It'll be fun. I don't really anticipate going there myself that often because I can barely be bothered to drive more than 10 minutes away. Yeah, I know. Uh, but to David's point, yeah, like if For I a have a, trip. 
But yeah, like yeah. if I have a Saturday afternoon, I'll make that trip. But listen, it's not there for us. Yeah, like they're not opening yeah, up a spot not. in in Bullitt County for us. They're opening up for the people, people of Bullitt, Bullitt County. Yeah. But you can go, you know, hike in Bernheim and then like stop in Mount Washington on the way back and drink think, a couple beers. No, that's not how that works. Why not? <laughs> not close. Bernheim and Mount Washington? No. Oh, it depends on how you drive. But yeah, I take old Louisville Road. I don't take the highway. After we're done with the podcast, I'll show you a map. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, whatever. it's it's a different little triangle there. It, all being said, it's not that damn far away at all. No, it's really if you, it's if not. If you travel to any major city and you have to travel 20 minutes to go get lunch, then you understand that, like, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. We're just absolutely spoiled with what we have here in Louisville. Yeah. yeah. And it's having great. the proximity that we do. Particularly where we all live, the three of us live <laughs> yeah, in Louisville. Spoiled. Like, we are by everything that we would regularly be going to anyway. Yeah. So on that point, uh, I am getting a lot of cheese sweats. So, uh, David, what do you got to plug? Um, For me, for me, for me specifically, I just want to plug the fact that dry January is bullshit. <laughs> and you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't. You should go to your local brewery. Yeah, you should. They need you your should. help. I mean, these are like a bad time to just do that. Just give up the thing that you do. Everything is about moderation. You shouldn't need an excuse not to drink. If you don't want to drink, don't drink. End of story. Um, so don't let this like upcoming month of health. Yeah. Like seduce you into not drinking. If you want to have a beer on a Friday, have a beer on a Friday. Do you need to have seven beers on a Friday? Maybe not. It's up to you. Yeah, it's up to you. You're an adult. Yeah, make your own decisions. Hmm. Uh, I will plug um, a show that I just started watching that I never watched, and I was didn't know why I never watched it. But Peaky 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 fucking blinders. I started watching it because it was on Netflix, and um. Little Trail is no longer uh, a company designed to promote tourism and engage local craft beer enthusiasts. We're a fucking gang and we're taking over. Yeah, anyway, Peaky Blinders is a really weird show, but I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love seeing it. Uh, I appreciate I, the accent. Yeah. That fucking was, that was, I. That was good. Not good. Uh, <laughs> not good at all. Uh, I would have to say. Oh, that and they drink a lot of mild out of buckets. They'll like bring in the actual growler, and they'll just all sit around the table and like dip their mugs into drink dark mild. Yeah, mm, yeah. Cool. Let's bring that tradition with back. That. That's, we could that's we could do that. Not for... how COVID started at all. <laughs> yeah. Good oh. point. Good point. Uh, I would say that uh, the Kentucky legislative session um, goes back into session. I should say. Speaking uh, of uh, gangs. On January 4th. Um, that's pretty boring. Why would I be bringing that up? Uh, because it's a new session and a new year, which means that we can start a, uh, you know, revitalized campaign to name the Kentucky Common as the official state beer of Kentucky. That's something that has not gone away. That's something that we're still fighting for and still petitioning the General Assembly to do. You're fucking uh, right. Uh, we will break some kneecaps if we yeah. have to. For legal reasons, that's a joke. Uh, but it is something that we are very interested in doing. Not breaking kneecaps, making the Kentucky Common the official state beer. I'll break a kneecap. Yeah, my I mean, my, my own maybe. But uh, yeah, that's January 4th. So that means that we're going to get to work and uh, try to put Kentucky on the map for some beer instead of just being burp. You would think that declaring, you would think that having your state with one of the only native beer styles to the United States be the first state to declare 
not a state beer. It's not Wessex IPA. It's not a uh, fucking heady topper, depending on what state you're in. It's a style of beer. So it's kind of like we have a state flower. It's not a specific flower, bro- glo- like grown in a specific place. It's not like a specific candy or whatever. It's a style of beer that is native to this region, particularly to the city in the state. And we want it to be recognized for how awesome it is. Well, apparently, the, the way it went down last time is that I went through a certain political party uh, mm-hmm. who is not in control of the General Assembly. Was it the uh, Kentucky Common Party? Yeah, they sure. didn't get any representation. Yeah, the, the communists. The communists. <laughs> yeah, that's great. They were abolitionists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe my strategy this time around will go to the other side to introduce the bill so it does get uh, put to a vote. Well, I've been watching Peaky Blinders. I think I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So on that note, uh, I'm going to go throw up some cheese. So yeah, I know. I got the cheese sweats now, too. Thank you all for listening. Uh, wherever you are, eat good cheese, drink good beer. And David's about to try it. No. <laughs> <laughs>